You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Lady Caro of Kings North. Here it is. This is it. Is that Derry from EMF? Are you doing all right? Yeah, not bad, not bad. You're doing a gig at the Guild Hall tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we've been uh, we've been pretty much getting down to it over the last couple of weeks. We've been rehearsing up in Leicester and getting everything together. So, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of work and it's been filmed as well for um, LED as well. Yeah, so, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's all going to be... Uh, I mean, I'm going to travel back, I think, in the morning and... Yep. Uh, and we'll be at the Guild all pretty much all day setting up stuff. So, yeah, it's exciting, really. Everybody's putting a lot of work to this. We've got Ian Dench back as well. So he's been... Uh, it's just been taking it up to the next gear with Ian. And, of course, a lot of these songs we haven't even done for, for 20 years. Pretty exciting, actually. But, like I said, it's been a, it's been a lot of work. Hopefully it's going to be, you know, it's going to be worth it. It's sold out really quick as well, which is, uh, which is good. Completely sold out, I understand, as well. Completely. There's no tickets available at all. Well, even when I called up to claim a few tickets for for the family, the, the the woman, I had to have a password and everything. The woman was like, "EMF is completely sold out. There's no <laughs> tickets available." I said, "No, I, um, I guess I could have been anybody." <laughs> call up the manager and get the old uh, get the get get a password for her and claim my tickets. But it's good. The phone's just been going crazy today, and the weather's just drawn in. So definitely I'm in Devon at the moment. Ah, right. Okay. What time does it start tomorrow? Oh, that's been what I've had about 50 texts today to asking me that. It, we're going to start, Schubert Dip starts at 8. Yep. Till roughly just before 9. Then there's a, an intermission by screams. And there's going to be some stuff going on in the bar and some, uh, some DJ. And Milf's going to be DJing as well. DJ Milf, he's uh, back. Oh, yeah, Milf's back. Milf's back on board. Yeah. I used to work with his dad. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Brian, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 he's come into the fold. So. Fantastic. Uh, and then I think we start um, Stigma, which has been going really well, uh, roughly sort of about, I think that one's about 10. Yeah. 10.45 and then hopefully a couple of encores. And um, yeah, so it's, it, it obviously doing two albums in one night, it's, uh, like I said, it's been a lot of work. But yeah, I bet. And Stigma's gone really well. I mean, because we were all a bit sort of tentative, because it's, it basically it's like light and day. We're going to change the set around as well. Yeah. A few little surprises. So it's going to be sort of the happy-go-lucky, pretty much bread and butter, Schubert dip. And then, uh, but, the, but the, the reaction to doing Stigma has been as is, is good, if not better, as, as to doing Schubert dip. There's a lot of songs there. We've had to, we've had to delve back and find sort of really old <laughs> uh, equipment, shall we say, and, yeah. and, and you know, we've been lucky in some respects, unlucky in others, but it, we've had to sort of recomp the songs up because a lot of the stuff we used 20 years ago, I mean... It's on tape, I suspect. Yeah. not make it anymore. No, exactly. It's all moved on, but no, it, it's, it's sounding amazing. We put a few snippets on YouTube and I've good responses, so... Yeah, We're all really happy with it as well. We're more than happy. Yeah. Fact, so, and you'll yeah. be playing your flagship song, of course. Yeah, well, unbelievable. We're doing the whole of Schubert dip and yeah unbelievable i mean it's just there we used to sort of have a bit of a weird aversion to it <laughs> but you, you you can't now i mean yeah. most people know they don't really know emf they know the song especially in the states i mean that song and you guys are massive over there you became was it number one in july 91 or something like that yeah yeah it must have been yeah i mean that's the thing that the, the song's massive uh yeah i mean it's a weird one when you've got a song like that it it encapsulates the band and and it becomes 
a sort of a two-headed monster and it, it's got its own life. So suddenly they go, oh yeah, well, what was the band? KLF, R.E.M.? <laughs> they finally get around to us, yeah. Forest Boys. And um, so it, it, it's, it's one of those, you know, you, you can play it anywhere. We can be doing like a, a festival somewhere weird and all of a sudden, you know, you'll get the odd few, of course, that know who we are and then as soon as you play Unbelievable, they just, it just, like I said, it's just got a life of its own, and uh, you know, it, it, it's it's been one of those songs. We've been really lucky, really. Twenty years later, for it to be, you know, I go to my local Tesco here, and, uh, and all the girls in there are sort of, uh, you know, they they hear the song, and it, yeah, you know, one of them finds out, and then that's it, basically. You know, what do you do when you're checking out at the checkout? You say, oh, I'm a musician. We still do a lot of stuff, and and then they they go down the line, and then they get it out of here, and then all of a sudden it's on the Tesco advert, and you're. That's it. The star in the bananas. Can you remember back to what inspired that song? I, I know exactly, yeah. We, we, I mean, we were there, especially me and Zach, at Ian's place. And uh, he was working at Radio Gloucester, and I think he had some riff going through his head, and he kept playing it on his piano, and I think it came from his little... He had a one-two-five that he used to ride to work, and it was kind of just his knee, 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 and he just had this... We'd had a bit of a night out, and then uh, he came back from work, and me and Zach were still crashed out on his floor in his uh, in his bed set and uh, he just had this this riff going through his head and he already had lyrics I'm pretty sure he did he showed me some lyrics when he came back up from Cardiff when we first kind of met in Cinderford and I mean the first four songs we pretty much wrote were like I Believe and and um, Unbelievable and Girl of an Age we did a demo in my sister's front room and you know so I mean Ian was just sort of coming out of uh, a local band Apple Mosaic and you know they were a great band Ian was a Ian was a legend to us and as soon as we sort of got him on board it was you know we started having to take things seriously and and um, uh, Ian's never changed either having him back in rehearsal he, he's just he's, he's just you know as you get older he, he, he just becomes more Ian everything he, he's just he's, he's a more refined Ian Benson he was always pretty refined but you know he, he's just a great guy to have around and, and you know Mark too where all of us have sort of put our differences aside that we've had some of us didn't talk for a few years for one thing or another and and and, and you know we did sort of some some really nice things have, have, have come out of it and we've really enjoyed these gigs especially the Westbury gig that's what took everything off you know just being on stage we all kind of peaked if it's just the word at a, a certain point afterwards we all said there was this weird Sort of thing going on and we yeah. all picked the exact same song and in the same time that we all kind of felt that you know things were were good between us you know yeah. you can get together and do gigs and then everybody goes off and does their own things Ian's such a busy man Mark's busy Mark's just building his dream home at the moment and in the middle of nowhere I thought he's just been living off the land basically in the forest or near the forest yeah 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 it's near, yeah. yeah near the forest middle of nowhere and we all thought he'd gone native. We saw pictures of him with a big beard <laughs> running around the fire <laughs> naked. Fantastic. James is a very busy person as well. They've all got young families. So, you know, it's just, it, there's a real re- a relaxed atmosphere now around us. A lot a lot of fun. Nothing stifled. It's, it's good. So, you know, tomorrow, hopefully, it's, the, um, it's all the work we've put in and, and everything, all, all the good vibes. Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll turn up tomorrow night. Brilliant. When you started out, um, sort of back in the late eighties, it says it says on Wikipedia that, that you were signed by EMI Parlophone after just four concerts without even a demo tape being asked for. Is, is that true? Pretty much so. Yeah, it, it's really funny because the other day I was in in the garage. I just moved into a new house and uh, I was just going through loads of stuff. 
that um, trying to find something, trying to find some samples actually for for EMF, some some old software. And I came across an original poster from the Bilson, which is when we got signed, which was April. Wow. It was one of the original posters from the from the. It was the second gig we did at the Bilson, where the people from Parlophone came down and the story where they went into the front bar where all the local characters were and and uh, that that kind of sealed it really just uh you know i guess it was the nonchalance really just of the forest you know not caring sending these high profile sort of record company executives into uh, the upper bills and in you know and uh with all the characters we, we told them actually to go in the front bar even though we were playing in the back bounds and you had just all these guys you know it was a pretty rough cool crowd yeah and uh yeah, they certainly didn't get treated with kid gloves. So, um, yeah, and I found the poster, and on the back there was Meet Zach, 12 o'clock, haircut, 5.30. It was oh, all to do with I know, the, the, the gig. And then there was some original lyrics that we were doodling, me and James, for the song EMF. And then I found an original flyer then from the first, I, I can't remember if it was the second Guildhall gig where we recorded the Unbelievable video. It says, um, featuring the recording of Unbelievable. Uh, the video for the new single, Unbelievable, and um, and yeah, and then so the second gig was April, so that makes complete sense. We we did, I think we played Gloucester, but it was there wasn't really any demos around apart from the one in the uh, there was a couple of real rough ones done in my sister's living room and a couple of other little bits that Ian had put together, and um, and I think that gig at the Bills and the guy just thought, you know, uh, I think it was one of the, the one that had it was the head guy from Parliament. Nick Gutfield and he just come down and was like these kids don't care you know they're playing in the back room of this pub and it's just the craziest scene I've ever seen in my life I don't know whether I've just had the worst experience or the best <laughs> but he left I think after about four songs whether he couldn't handle the locals um, <laughs> or you know and then you suddenly think well he's gone but he just basically saw four songs and, and then just rushed back to London and said do the deal you know that's brilliant ASAP, isn't it because they're not going to be around long but, but Ireland and London were already around at that point as yeah. well. So, um, a part of them were really cool to us, to be fair. They were a great company to be with, you know, with the history and everything. Um, you know, we, you, you, we couldn't fault them as a record company at all. Not at all. They were fantastic. Oh, that's you good. Know, from a hands-on. But when you're selling records and when you're number one in America, that they all come. But they, but they were really supportive of us right until the very end, you know, when they gave us a choice. So, you know, can't fault them so I'm glad they made the effort to come into the upper bills and on that rainy Saturday night in April but we were you know it all happened really quick how did they find out then what, what, what was that were they told or was did you guys push it we, we had a mutual friend who still works with us now he's a yeah. great guy um, called Nick Mander who is uh, he's, a, he's a Cheltenham Gloucester Gloucester boy local who yeah. was a mutual friend of Mark the drummers and Mark had had a pretty tough time family wise he'd had some some pretty horrific times and just kind of called Nick out of the blue and just said look we got this band Mark had been working with him Ian knew him as well and he was a, a plugger for EMI Parlophone you know just taking the records around and he said out of courtesy I'll come down and see you. and I think he came and saw us in Gloucester but he was there from the start swimming in the lakes and we all used to play tricks on him and stuff just as a friend really you know very you know and and, and he then saw us and did pretty much the same, you know. He was record company to us, us sort of, you know, us forest boys. He was record company and it was sort of, you know, something that had never happened to us. And he came and saw us, did exactly the same, rushed off after about four songs. And then we took it as a negative, but he just went straight back to his wife, who ended up being our manager, Linda. 
and we've just kept her up all night saying, you've, you know, same thing, you've got to get down there and, 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 and see these guys. He said, I, I just think I've seen the sort of future of the Forrester D music scene. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was true. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we've just been waiting. We were talking about it the other day about the next, we want the next band to come along, you know, whether it be Gloucester or obviously it would be amazing for it to be the Forrester Dean. And there's a lot of good musicians there, um, but there's nothing that I've seen really that has, has, has knocked me over, but then I don't really get back there much now. But I'm sure they're there. It would just be great, you know, I mean, to have success in America, to have sexual, success, success, I should say, worldwide. And, and, you know, from that area, you know, it, there, there are certain people that come from maybe Cheltenham and then join another band, like there's the guy from, what is that, boy band? Lives up at Whitminster. I don't know, but he was looking, <laughs> one of, the guy was looking at a ja- friend James of Morrison. house in, uh, in Cinderford. Oh, right. Uh, what's it, it's not Harry, is it? It's one of those guys from... I, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I that's thrown me now. All those bands. Yeah. One Direction, you know, people were slagging them off the other day in the pub and about, you know, but I'm like, man, they've done it in America. Yeah. Look how many bands have gone to America and, and don't do it. I mean, we, failed, we, yeah. just, we, we did it well, but we scraped the surface on how big you can be in America, really, you know. You've got to take your hat off to some of these bands that are just, like your Depeche Modes and your New Orders that have just been huge there, you know, for years. I don't really care much for <laughs> the bands, but, you know, they've, they've really done it. You talked about One Direction there, and what, what do you think of The X Factor? I don't really watch it, but I, I don't think anything's changed. No? At all. I don't think any of these, the Opportunity Knocks, I don't think any of it, I don't think any of it has changed. There's always been these talent shows uh, on from from the, the, you know, the first days of television. I don't think anything's changed, really. Apart from the fact that they can come out and have their year in the sun, that, that, but nothing's changed, you know? No. I mean, we've got Pinky and Perky, they live in Westwood Hole here. In yeah. Seven. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, a couple of talking pigs speeded up. <laughs> you know, on Parlophone as well. Yeah, that is, you know? that is on crazy. On the Beatles record label, they were the second biggest selling artist on Parlophone behind the Beatles. <laughs> Can you say? <laughs> yeah. You know, it, nothing's changed. No. It's just different. You know, it's just the Emperor's new clothes, and it's that's it. No, indeed. Just, um, you know, it, it's all good. They'll they'll earn a million quid. They'll find out that this whole industry is is not what it's. Uh, meant to be and you can get dropped as quick as uh, as, as, you, as you get found can't you i mean some well, of the winners have, have done nothing haven't they with the x-factor exactly. like about bob it. dylan said it's a very small step from the limo to the gutter very true you know that says it all doesn't it, it i mean i take my hat off to one direction because they, they'll come back and somebody in their family will say what was it like then and they'll just say it was pff, it was hard work yeah. <laughs> you know we had like one day off yeah. They were just working and working and working. To be big in America, you've got to work. You know, they, yeah. don't, they, they, they expect nothing more than 100%. You know, like your Robbie Williams is that went over. I was listening to him on the radio last night. Oh, he was. Awful. Yeah, I, I thought, that's bizarre. I thought the same thing. Awful. He did, he did. I mean, his voice has gone. He went to America, the ego has landed and all yeah, that, yeah. you know, with his 72 million in his back pocket or whatever. Yeah. They, you know, he couldn't get arrested. You know, they, they expect you to work. Because America is like everybody you meet on the way up, you meet on the way down, and, and, and that is nothing truer than America. The doors close. Much as they open, and you only find that out after a good sort of six, seven months in, in the States, and you've got to be certain, you've got to be bang on, you've got to play this certain amount of time. You, you know, they just, you know, they're, they're working hard. It's a, it's a hard industry, so they expect people to work the same. I mean, they do to a certain extent in England, but England's got a little bit more of a relaxed kind of vibe, and it's, it's 
your it's your shouter really England coming back to England always used to kind of freak us out really we used to be sort of we used to have to take the machine down a gear you know yeah. not, not necessarily in live performances but the whole way you acted in the day you were kind of everybody say you, know, you were just go 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 you know yeah. it took like a month to be able to sort of get back round onto sort of European time and, and attitude but it, but it's good it really makes you know you, if a band can't come back from America after sort of the best part of a year and uh, uh, on tour and you know then they know their game they're right ahead of their game and I think it puts your business acumen to a certain extent in in check as well you know you, you've got to be right on your game so so good luck to those bands especially One Direction you know out of all the bands that have done well out there really yeah. you know and you've, you've got Coldplay yeah, you know Chris yeah. Martin I guess you know he doesn't upset anybody at all they just get out there they plug away they keep churning it keep churning it so you know and bands like you too as well of course yeah. you know they know exactly what they're doing, you know, because they employ so many different people as well, I guess, in America that they love it. You know, the unions love it. You know, they just keep going back and back. Hats off to them. Definitely. I tell you what, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you today. I was going to say good luck tomorrow night. Like we don't need it, so I don't know. It we <coughs> always need a bit of luck. I mean, we, uh, we certainly had a bit with putting this whole thing together, you know, little things that have just cropped up. And we've all, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's been hard work, but you, always, you need a bit of luck. I'm sure it's, it's going to absolutely be fine this but it's going to be, um, you know, we're, we're, we're getting, I was getting really excited last night. So Definitely. For that. Well, you're coming home, aren't you, really? It's, no, it's, it's born in Gloucester. I mean, yeah. Me, Zach, uh, Mark, three of us, three of us are born in Gloucester. Fantastic. So, yeah, it is a bit of a, a, bit of a homecoming. It's full circle now. So whether we do anything else uh, in the new year, there's some new stuff flying around as well, some new material. We're going to air some stuff out in Great. the train check, maybe do something in... In the gig, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Oh, I look forward to that. That'd be fantastic. I tweeted out that, um, that I was going to be talking to you, and uh, somebody I work with um, came back and said, um, her name's Helen, Helen Ray, lives in uh, in Wales. She said, oh, I used to love Derry. He was my favourite when I was a teenager. Oh, my God. <laughs> how old is she now, 63? She's 112 now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good on her. Nice oh, one. <laughs> nice one. Thanks for taking the time out, mate. Good luck. Always a pleasure, Andy. Anytime, mate. Cheers, Derry. Bye. 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 You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Lady Caro of Kings North. Get ready, it's coming. There it is. Thanks, guys, for listening today. What a fantastic interview with Derry there from EMF. They are on tonight, by the way, not tomorrow. That was recorded yesterday. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Bye. We're going out with EMF. You're unbelievable. Oh, 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 oh.